Welcome back, Rage Nation. Definitely not PR friends. Myself, Pete. He needs to stop, like, fucking getting cute with these kicks. John the Mountain Man Stokes. You're not putting them on my models, motherfucker. Chris the non-tech Asian. Put the tape measure up and get some wages. You, yeah, no, you really frustrated me. You walked away and you came back and your scalpel had been thrown across the room. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. I will will share with you my one rage quit story. Dude, I'm a robot and I don't have a solo across now eight. This is going to be a really great opportunity for everybody to see how you effed up. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again, putting the Malifaux content out there because you all want it. Got Pete back here again, and uh, I don't know, we got Dixon, the Virginia Cavalier, with us. How we doing, Dixon? So far, so good. Ugh. I was trying to think, because I was trying to think of introduction, just kind of nicknames, because I was listening to the intro while I was editing the other podcast, and it had, like, John the Mountain Man Stokes in there. I'm like, oh, we need to give nicknames like Dixon and uh, Chris. Chris is going to be, like, the overly calm rage quitter or something. I, I, he's way too calm. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I mean, he's just so nice too. Like he's he just such a nice guy. I think we're just going to call him Mr. Charleston, <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're at it again. We are going to do another Malifaux episode and we're going to talk about kind of the nitty gritty direct and the master you want to kind of play when you're at the end of the tournament and you kind of need that. I don't need to think as hard master in your in your faction. So Dixon and I are going to talk about, because Chris isn't here today, he's actually in Florida, but we're going to talk about who is the master in each faction where it's like, you're at the end of the tournament, your brain hurts. Who do you drop? Just because it's like almost like a comfortable pair of shoes. You're like, I know I can walk a mile in them. My feet may be hurting, but they're going to make it a little better. That's what we're looking for in the master. (laughs) And I love the fact that this also doubles up as, this is the type of master that I recommend people starting the game with. Like, oh, if you like into this faction, just start with this first, just to get the rules down. Because it double it like it, when you play in the the last round of the tournament, you realize like, oh, uh, my brain is on fire. Let me just reach out for Titania. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're right though. Where these are also the masters where it is good for new players because it's not super there's not a lot of divergence that you can go down for some of these masters as we're going to see they do one thing specifically very well and the more reps you get with them the the i think the more consistent they're going to be you know they may not have as high of a ceiling in some cases or maybe they're not going to do the flashy thing that might get you the out of nowhere win but they're, they're going to be consistent for you yep so before we get into all that, though, make sure that you guys are supporting us. You can do that by checking out our content at RageQuitWire.com. You can look at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're always putting stuff out, pictures, uh, doing a lot of painting. Actually, I was telling Dixon, I actually got to start trading or picking up some 10 Thunders because I'm running out of Bayou stuff to paint. It's like I I think I... I am finishing up the last, the third Iron Skeeter, and I actually painted up a wrestler and just a little kind of almost like a peek behind the curtains. Uh, next week, Dixon and I are going to talk about models that suck and what we're going to do to try and uh, fix those. So <laughs> oh. and if, if anybody that plays Bayou, you know that the wrestlers, not super good. <laughs> I mean, I had a conversation. We were going to go a little bit more detail about this later, but like I had a conversation with a friend that tossing the mud should be a melee attack. 
Yeah. And and that would fix a lot of their issues because then it would give them utility. I don't know. Yeah, lots of flavor for sure. And if you want to support us directly, make sure that you guys are checking us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash ragequitwire. Uh, we definitely have enough patrons now where we're actually in the editing process for our next monthly uh, battle report. So that'll be coming out here within the next month. And yeah, we're going to start putting out monthly content. And because of the patrons, we got a new mounting system for the camera. We're gonna, we actually got a new camera that we're ordering for the uh, fate deck for the flips. So that way we can insert, you know, that into the video feed as well. So lots of cool things coming down and going to keep tweaking it just like we did the podcast to put out some good quality content for people. So with that being said, so we're in, let's call it, well, no, this is a long tournament that we've been playing in. Let's say this is a four round tournament, Dixon. Yeah, oh, four God. round. Yeah, two days. The first one we'll say is four rounds. You get oh. to round three or round four, you're really, your mind's beat up here. And I, I tell people a lot, especially like a game like Malifaux, where there's so many different ways to win and lose the game, that those last rounds, you really want to go with a master that you're comfortable with to the point where, you know, you really don't need to look up the card. But even more, if there's if, if there's simpler mechanics or something that's going to be easy for the master to do their thing, that's the master that you want to use a lot of times in those later rounds just because it's comfortable, you're not going to miss things, and it's going to be, like I said, consistent. It's going to be a master that you're not going to dick up. You know, you're not going to misstep. You're not going to miss auras or trickers because it's so complex, like, you know, a dreamer is a ritalist. So <laughs> but I do I do have to kind of give you, like, what, I saw you drop Zoraida round three in that tournament we played. And I was just like, all right, well, you know, t- hat off to you, Dixon. I mean, I wouldn't have played Zoraida round three. I didn't want to at that point. <laughs> I told you about this. Like, I saw the faction that I was playing into. I was tired and I wanted to change my mind, but I, I had already said it. I was like, I'm going to play these three. I got to do it. That's it. And just kind of like do this and see how well I do. And immediate regret <laughs> it's <just laughs> like oh god no I yeah put, uh, both um Sorida and titania yeah and yes. that's what i mean a lot of times that's what i tell people even even seasoned players um i literally was talking to chris about because chris is getting into explorers right and he's talking about i mean he got the seeker keyword that he just got he has you know the um, what is it, AVS keyword or EVS, whatever it is? Yeah, EVS, EVS. Yeah, so, I mean, he's got a, he's getting more and more options. And we started talking about Cadmus. And Cadmus is one of those keywords where there's almost a lot going on to the point where I'd be like, you want to know what, that's going to hurt your brain. I don't know if I would play that one in an actual tournament. Unless, mm-hmm. one, unless you love it. And two, you have just a ridiculous amount of reps in it where it's just second nature. So I wanted to talk to you about the 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 because unless you love it thing technically speaking every master could be that master you're talking about if you have enough reps with them because it, it might just be second nature to you and you don't even think about it after the fact like to me pandora is not complicated yeah like i'll miss some triggers because i'm tired that happens whatever yeah. but she just feels so natural to me that i would take her over the kima yeah and i know for a fact that that's not okay for most new players. Yeah. Does that make yeah, sense? I, like, I, I, in I your agree case, with that too. Yeah. In your case, would you drop like Zip? 
because you zip and affiliate to you seem to be like like a normal you know go for yeah yeah i was gonna say and even um even maw is kind of becoming that way with me now because i think i've played like out of my last 20 games i've probably played maw 12 of those 20 games yeah. So she's almost becoming, she's not quite there because there's still times where I'll be like, oh wait, he cheated two flips ago. I missed that. So it's not quite there yet for me, but there's a lot of things where, especially the opening like two turns for Maw, I'm just like boop, 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 boop. And it's, it's pretty uh, mechanical at this point. So I, she's definitely becoming that way for me. Um, so if you love a crew, you can definitely get enough reps where it's easy for you to execute the maneuvers you want to do for sure. Yep, and the repetition. That's the main reason why like playing the the same match like over and over again becomes good. Because one, results are gonna be different. Flips are gonna be different. Uh, decisions are gonna be slightly different because you're not gonna be in the same place at the table. If you play the exact same way, your flips are still gonna be different. Yep. Like so, results are gonna change, and you're gonna have to make decisions that are different regardless of. Yeah. For uh, sure. That being said, there are certain masters that are just easier. Like, I can't see myself doing that with Sarita. Like, I wasn't too tired whenever I played that tournament game, uh, or else I would have definitely been like, nope, screw this. I'm just going <laughs> to play Titania second or, or or Pandora, depending on how I felt that time. Yeah. But, like, like Sarita is... Sarita and Lucius, I, I can't possibly... I know that there's some people out there that those are going to be their go-to masters. I just can't. I just can't yeah. find a new player getting into this and be like... This is so easy. No. <laughs> Check this out, right? I totally just did these 10 combos to win the game. It's so easy. Dude, the first few games that I had with Lucius, trying to get him ready, uh, not first few games, uh, last few games, I want to say. Anyway, the uh, <laughs> the way my opponents were like, wait, 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 go back and repeat what you just said. Yeah. Because there's a it's almost like a it's almost like a combo in magic right where it's like you have to explain how the triggers work to get to the end right because like i go okay issue command to the mature cool because i I have i'm within 12 inches of the mature and there's like three of my models are within 12 inches of the mature it's two changelings and and uh lucius right and i go okay issue command to the mature okay now issue command to this changeling to then issue command again to the mature (laughs) <laughs> I draw a card, he has to do another order. It's like, wait, 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 what? You can't target him again with the same action. I said, no, no, no. This model can't target him again with the same. <laughs> I say, it's not the same. It's from that model. <laughs> that model over there is doing it. And then you do it again. It's like, bam, bam. Like, I, I don't know. I, I find it funny. I don't know if you would feel that way. <laughs> well, and it's kind of, it's funny to me because I've played Lucius, you know, probably a half dozen times. And even after the sixth time playing him, there's still times where I have to look at the card and I have to go, okay, how is it? Okay, hold on, whoa. Okay, let me read that again. All right, I need to X, Y, B. I'm like, okay, that doesn't work. <laughs> and then I, I have to go kind of go back to the drawing board with some of the activations. And yeah, it, it's just, it, it's one of those things where the more complex the master, yes, you can pull out some ridiculous, just like out of nowhere shots, but like you, we were saying with this episode, that's not good for, in in my opinion, anyways, late round. And it's definitely not good for newer players. That's not the master. Like I said, unless you're just in love with those complex masters that you pick, I, you got to start somewhere else, in my opinion. You know, definitely not high on the recommending for a new player. I mean, yeah, I was about <laughs> to like, because uh, when I was playing Guild, 
I reached out for Sonia and for Lady J constantly, mm-hmm. like constantly. But I saw people doing the same thing with Dashiell Barker. I'm like, is it easy? Like, is that a normal thing? Because yeah. I figured that it'd be a summoner. Plus, you have to like tell people what to do. Is that have you ever played that match? I play only against it. I don't know how that works. <laughs> um, not specifically, no. So what I want to do is we're going to go faction by faction here, and we just want to kind of look at, okay, if we were going to recommend or if we were playing that faction late tournament round, who's kind of the most straightforward master that it's like you would want to think about dropping just because they're really good at what they do. We're not going to break it down by specific, but we just Mm -hmm. want to be like, I just got to start blasting something or I just got to do this one very specific thing. Who's the best master for that in faction? And that's kind of where we're going to go as far as uh, this goes. The first one that I wanted to start off with, though, is actually, I think this is, I think this, it's not the most complex faction, but there's a lot going on with 10 Thunderers. And this one I actually thought was interesting, where I think a lot of newer players will get into 10 Thunderers because the models look sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. But the actual masters, even the one that I think is the most straightforward, is pretty complex. So uh, I'm going to start with you, though, Dixon. Out of the 10 Thunders, if if you need a straightforward master round three or if you're going to recommend it to a new player, what master are you kind of thinking for uh, 10 Thunders? Misaki. Okay, I actually picked Misaki, too. Yeah. I mean, so- no, like I played <laughs> play Misaki, and I'm telling you right now, I can honestly see people in the third round on an in-person tournament, the opponent losing mm-hmm. their mind. Be like, okay, okay, wait. So I can't be within seven inches of any of these shadow markers because she's going to come out and kill a model. And I'm like, <laughs> yes. How is yeah, that fair? Yeah, I don't make the rules. Go. That's what I was saying. Like, <laughs> like She's kind of straightforward because she's not the fastest. And, and I think the longer the turn goes, the slower she is actually, right? Yep. And she has the shadow marker thing where she's popping out, but then popping back out and kind of doing this hit and strike stuff. She has some kind of beater models. Uh, I mean, 10 Thunders have some complex kind of versatile models, some good ones as well. So she's just, she, she's straightforward because you generally just want to pop out and stab people, but there's actually some, some like asterisk to that where you got to be actually planning and careful when and where she's coming out. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny because, like, in the Ivan matchup, you're kind of feeding him because, you know, you're putting shadow markers, but at the same time, he's feeding you. So yeah. it's like, oh, you're you're right next to a shadow marker? Oh, thanks, buddy. And then she just comes out and starts shanking him repeatedly. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, oh, and it's kind God. of weird because she's, she's the most straightforward, in my opinion, just because if you look at there's the summoner, the Oni, whatever keyword, where there's all these like I don't know what are they called glimmer tokens or something like that flicker tokens for flicker Asami. tokens there it is you're thinking wait you're thinking Asami or or Misaki I, I was thinking Asami I was saying ah. like I'm saying like that's a complex keyword ah. you have Lynch with the card kind of thing that's kind of can get complex and kind of convoluted a little bit and yep. he has the um, his tokens that he puts on models and then you have uh, I mean you have what's her face the old I'm going to make you discard all your cards, master. It's just the other masters are just there. They have a shtick. They're doing it. And it's not newer player friendly all the time. Even Wilson, who I I think by now he has over 50 games with Lynch because he loves the model so much. Uh, Even Wilson will miss uh, rig the deck triggers when he's tired. 
Yeah. And he plays the master that much. Yeah. Like I remember the first like ten games, I constantly was like, Don't forget rid the deck and he would be like upset at himself. And like there was a span of time I just never saw him miss it. And he's told me, he's told me I was like, Man, I was just tired after like three hours and work and yada yada and I missed the rid the deck and I lost the game because of it. So so that happens. Like, you oh, have yeah. to be yeah, you have to be aware that there are certain masters that are just like they, they put too much mental stress on you. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the reason why I like Misaki specifically in our conversation is because it puts more mental stress in your opponent. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I just have to do a simple, straightforward thing. You have to figure out how not to get stabbed. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, not only that, too, I mean, they have a lot of defensive tech that's going to help them keep alive. They have some range that's going to help them, you know, whittle, whittle models down as they kind of come in. Um, Yamaziko is kind of a cool model where, I mean, she can also just, just there's extended reach in this keyword where it's like, you can charge me, but you're not going to get an attack action. So yep. it's just, there's a lot of that going on where there's some defensive stuff, but then you're also dealing some damage and kind of, I think if I was a new um, last blossom player with her, that I would just kind of focus on putting this into like killy pools because this crew wants to kind of move, kill and just, pick whatever random schemes you want to do and they'll do okay in this faction. So the reason why I like also the keyword is because they can do a high mobility crew. They can't do a sit and fight as well as other crews, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like I think Mei Fang, she's my Mei Fang is my second choice of like, I don't want to think too much. Let's just play Mei Fang. So Mei Fang and, and Misaki, they both hit hard, they're both uh, straightforward, but I like the fact that Misaki can move all over the place. So you can have a Torokage just do all the scheming, and you can have the Ototo and her and Thunder Archers. Thunder Archer is also going to be a significant boon to you because this, the Thunder Archers, you don't really have to think too hard. Like Thunder Archers shooting through your own shadow markers, giving themselves bonuses to then just like, like wreck house. I, I, it's. It's just beautiful. The amount of mental stress that they put on the opponent while they themselves are so straightforward is yeah. a huge boon for the last round of the tournament. But like that being said, Mei Fang is so insanely fast and she's like her crew by nature is so tanky that they both do the the simple thing with, while stressing your opponent of like, oh God, how do I kill X? You yeah. Know? Well, and also just looking at it, something that I think is good for end of the tournament or new players is this crew gets uh, they, you get seven cards. You have arcane reservoir with your totem. Yes. So, I mean, that's a, that seems like a small thing, but I mean, having another resource, another card, that's going to always help you out. Yeah. I mean, I like Yoko for the same reason. Yoko I mean, lowers yeah. your opponent's cards by one. So very sad, <laughs> but she, <laughs> you have to think so much with her. Like, yeah, the mental stress you put on your opponent is high, but so is yours. Because with Yoko, you're constantly like making sure that you are not dying. Yeah, and I don't know. All right, well that's cool. I'm glad that we kind of agreed on the same master for our first one there. Mm -hmm. um, I would say that I mean, if I was playing Ten Thunders first master, that's a good one to go. And even if I've been playing Ten Thunders for a while, I think that's just a good one to reach out of the bag and just be like, you want to know what? I just I need to do something where it's just it's gonna be a little bit of straightforward killiness and I can also be very mobile pop in and out and it's just fun. You're playing ninjas, right? Yep. 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 <laughs> and then Dora Kage, literally Dora Kage are, are like worth like 
I think it's six or seven points, they should definitely be cost at like an eight. Like they're yeah. so damn good. <laughs> All right. This uh, next this next faction, I'm kind of interested to see which one you think as well, as far as uh what do you think is easy not easiest to play, but the one that's gonna be most straightforward uh late in the tournament. So looking at Rezzers, which one did you pick as far as just kind of what you want to pull out of the bag when your mind's kind of blown? See, this is gonna be contentious. I think it's von Stuck. Okay, I really do. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, it was very close between von Stuck and Sheamus mm-hmm. because they both have a very straightforward, simple plan, and you know they they don't require too much to memorize. Von Stuck, the hardest thing you have to keep in mind is um, matching suits. That's it. Yeah. But matching suits, if you remember it, they give you rewards. Like you start drawing cards, which is well. I was going to say, it's it easier for you to if keep. If you forget forward. that trigger too, it's not going to like ruin the game for you because Correct. it's like, oh, I forgot to draw that. Let me go ahead and draw this next turn. So Done. you usually remember at least half the time, right? Yeah, and this is the best part. This is the main reason why I believe the Von Stuck is the easiest master to like get into. Is his entire crew is very forgiving. Like mm-hmm. all of his models are not only solid beaters or like solid at whatever the job they do, but they also have armor and hard wood. Yeah. So like they they give you time to like okay okay maybe I made them sick over here, but my model's still not dead because you know these reasons. Hmm. Let's just get better at the next one. Yeah, I I think you you have some some good good facts there that you're looking at as far as pulling that one out. I actually <laughs> thought that with the kind of new updates that Reva and the Revenant was another good one to pull out just because, I mean, it's pretty much set things on fire plus blank equals profit. I mean, if you're burning stuff down, Reva is going to do a bunch of damage and she can attack at range. So she's not getting mixed up in the middle if you don't want her to. So, Um, I mean, I feel like she has a lot more going on. Like you have to remember to remove fire whenever you get attacked. You have to bluff or bait your opponent into attacking certain pieces. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I think I think playing her. High, I think playing her high level. You're right, but I think yeah. just kind of brass tacks. What you do with her is you're just setting stuff on fire, and then you're swinging in to do damage, or you're making those pyro markers do things. So mm. it, I, I see what you're saying, and actually, I like your argument for Von Stuck. Um, yeah. I don't naturally think a summoner would be gate good late tournament. But the argument you made is definitely something where I'm like, okay, yeah, I can see that. This is the one that I was kind of like, I actually don't know because I hate resers in general anyways. Most wrestler masters have a summoning thing. The thing about Von Shug is his summoning thing is a win more mechanic rather than... That's true. Because you get it when you kill something. Right. It's like, oh, I killed something with the model that has the thing. So therefore, I win more because now I get an additional model. Hmm. Like, it's not... Oh God! If I don't summon this Gorio at the right place, and then I don't go too far away from the guy that's protecting me, and then get out of cover and yada yada yada, like there's a whole bunch of layers that uh, poor, you know, Kirai has to do. Yeah, she has the best totem in the game, in my opinion. But like at the same time, she just dies to a stiff breeze. <laughs> yeah, and e- even though they nerfed Von Stuck's like minions and stuff, it's and they nerfed just summon models in general. I, yeah. I still think that he's he's good enough where you can just pull him out. And at the end of the day, you can still do pretty powerful things with him. Just that draw um, mechanic itself is just, it, it's good. So they didn't nerf, they nerfed Von Stuck's ability to super buff his entire crew. He now buffs mostly minions. 
Well, and I was going to say the minions also got nerfed a little bit, right? Because the necropunk, yeah, the necropunks got nerfed. What's a necropunk? <laughs> Shut, up. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Yeah, sh- sure. Sure. Necropunks got nerfed, but like, I just saw them disappear. As soon as they got nerfed, not badly, everybody just kind of like, eh. <laughs> like, do I really want to like have this useless turn or do I just want to keep using <laughs> other models? Because the underground, yeah, the underground, yeah, he's no longer. I need three of those in every list, but he, you see one, you see yeah. one every other list, and, and he has a purpose. It's just he's no longer a a dumb beater. Like oh oh, I just run one thing that's an enforcer out forward or a, or a henchman, and all of a sudden three guys pop out and just murder <laughs> you. It's like ah oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I mean. He, You've played Von Stuck at least once or twice where I know you've kind of, you got a sense of what he does. And yeah, I, I mean, anytime I've played against him, even post nerf, he still does the thing. And it's just, it's good. It's not, it's yeah. still not bad. Yeah. I mean, it's surprising to me that not more people play Von Stuck or uh, Nakima. Like the only people in the, in the World Series that play those two, like I of me randomly playing Nakima, you know, for specific pools. Yeah. Uh, just Andre and Brian. Like, I played okay. against Brian a few times, and he plays Von Stug. I played against Andre a few times, and he plays Nekima, and I don't see it anywhere else. And those two masters are just, like, they're 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 good. They're really solid. They have, like, a very low skill floor, but a very high skill ceiling. And those guys are definitely reaching for that fucking yeah. ceiling. Like, Brian and Andre are definitely going up there. <laughs> yeah, and I was going to say, there's a lot to be said for just not being overly complicated because yeah, Von Stuck has some like some jank that you can do with him. But at the end of the day, he has good models. He's a good model. Um, what's her face is just a stupid henchman. Um, Lovelace. <laughs> Anna Lovelace. I think yeah. she's the best model in Resurrectionist, but like apparently that's, that's a step too far, Dixon. Cause like people keep telling us like, no, it can't possibly, except for Brian. Brian agrees with me. And that's all, it. <laughs> all I know is like, there was one game where she, <laughs> There was a corpse marker because I think one of my um, one of the young kin died in my deployment zone just from some stupid, stupid thing. So there was a corpse marker. So she like it's like, what, 10 inches away or 14 inches away. She does her thing where she can make like a zombie pop out and she like pushes it and then it blows up. So it's like doing splash damage into like half my crew. And I'm just like, this is just stupid. 18 inches. Oh, oh, (laughs) sorry about that. Just double 18 almost. inches. I had to like double check because I remember it being like the board. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah. And here's the thing. With Von Stuck, you're going to kill stuff. So there's going to be corpses. Yeah, so I can. I think you swayed me on that one. I definitely see what you mean. You don't have to manage as much resources as you do with uh, Reva. Because you're right. I mean, if I played Reva and I missed a bunch of those triggers... Hmm. You're not going to be as successful, whereas Von Stuck is definitely more straightforward. And and I like I like how you worded it, where if you if you forget the draw card or if you forget to summon a model, those are win more kind of things. Where like well, you the, can, you the can the still win the game is, without them. Yeah, the summoning definitely is the draw card is, is a thing that you just like. Oh, uh, we have the same suit draw card. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like a second thing. It's like oh yeah. That last uh, usually, usually duel, when we had this, this played it, he would go, "Wait, we we'd get done with the duel." He's like, "Oh wait, what did you do with there?" Oh, okay, cool. I can draw a card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Why not? Yeah, like it's 
it's really good. It's a really, really good uh, thing. It keeps your hand filled. Like, you just, you have less to think about. Because one of the hardest things about this game is assigning uh, certain things to every card. It's like, yeah. all right, I have like an 11 or 12 and a whole bunch of moderates in, in, in week, right? So the 11 and 12 are going to be for attacks I really want to succeed. Uh, the, the moderates are probably going to be to make sure that some of my neutral actions succeed, you know, TN7, whatever, you know. Yep. And then finally, the weeks are probably going to be for effects that make me discard cards. Yeah. It's like, oh, he executed me. Chuck a card, you know. Because that, <laughs> that's a reason why you don't want to have a hand of too many hard cards and not enough actions to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good point for uh, for Rezzers. I'm definitely on board with you on that. And I'm actually kind of curious what you think about the next straightforward master, the one that you kind of want to go blast with. Um, I'm looking at Outcast. So Outcast being the next one, I'll go first with this. I think that the most straightforward, flexible kind of keyword that you can choose for Outcast, I would actually choose Mercenary with the Vix. Hmm. I think it's pretty straightforward. They move fast. They can hit and profit. It's like they're just going to move fast and hit fast. And it, it's kind of you want to do this almost in and out game where, you know, you want to pick off kind of the weak target and then move on to the next thing. I think mm. models like the Vix, first off, you get two Vix. So you just have these two samurai sword just swinging chicks that are just going to murder things. But then you also have, I think, one of the best, and I, I have no problem saying this, one of the best um, minions in the game. I think the Ronin are amazing. So okay. I always I always like bringing like two or three of those, even three, just because battle tempo is good. They're on the move. They got flurry. And worst case scenario, if you think they're going to die, you can you can do the old, you know, cut your guts out and get a soul stone out of it. So, yeah. I mean, it's just it, actually, sorry. You can actually either draw two cards or add two soul stones to the crew's soul stone pool. Yep. pool so yep. even better. So that's oh, they're great. Yeah. So that's the crew that I'll kind of argue here in a minute. But what's the crew that you're thinking of? See, this is a sad thing. Before the nerfs, it was Leviticus. Sure. But, yeah, but we're post nerf now. Yeah. And now, uh, so, and, and I mean Leviticus for the people. My When I used to play Outcast, my master, my go to master, I was like, oh man, I'm so tired. I'm just going to play Hamlin. You're that idiot. was my thing. <laughs> oh no. I. I don't even know why you say that. Like, it's just so sad. Just the uh, number of activations in that crew is just annoying. Uh, no, I actually, um, I do is just a rat so much because I like the the the, the way that it works. Because he like con people constantly tell me like, no, it counts as an activation. I'm like, all right. So I do is just a rat twice, and it's your go now. So I eat three of your past tokens. <laughs> like, I don't activate anything. I just say it's just red twice, and you have to now do another activation sure thing. sure like it's super dumb let's and throw then, let's throw hamlin out because i'm not going to recommend that to anybody i'm not never do not <laughs> that's what i'm saying this is how this is what i was talking about in the beginning when i said it depends on the person because some person is going to be like oh i'm just like naturally you know uh good with lucius so i'm just going to keep lucianing when lucianing is a bad idea sure uh but other people uh, and from experience too, Leviticus was like super straightforward. Used to be, you know, I activate, I channel, focus, shoot you in the face, you're dead, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Or like Falcon punching somebody for like six damage, oh, so good. I miss it. Uh, well, actually, technically, I can still do it, but it, it's no longer auto. Auto takes six damage. Um, 
Uh, Von Chill. I'd say Von Chill. I mean, it's going to be one, in my opinion, Von Chill is going to be the next one because of the same reason as uh, Von Stuck. The the only thing I thought that got a little cumbersome with him that just would take some reps is just the equipment, just kind of like yeah. tossing it out to people. But as far as that, they have good range with the guns. Uh, I mean, it's just they're they're hardy. I think a lot of their models have armor too, so I think yes. they're a little harder to bring down. Yep. I mean, about the equipment, uh, there's a couple of combos that you can just quickly learn, mm-hmm. like the 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 tossing people with Von Chill because Von Chill can you can dump two traps, right? Just like randomly put two traps out. And then Vancho can charge somebody because he speed like six, if I remember correctly. He's like, yeah, he speed six and he has diving charge. He just like, boom, jump, hit somebody, grab them with the pull trigger, place them now uh, five inches from their current location into both the pit trap and the grenade patch. And then they just automatically took Bunchill's damage plus the the pa- the the two separate instances of hard uh, hard hazardous terrain. I guess it's disgusting. Yeah, and <laughs> Eric is kind of a really really stupid model too, just because. Yeah. I mean, once again, diving charge, uh, just good, just good all around. Just does does a lot of positive things as far as has a good shockwave, has these enhanced fists that do can do stupid amounts of things especially with yeah. that puncture trigger armor piercing. So just if it's a, I think out of, if I was going to play um, out outcast, I definitely think Von Stuck is kind of the go-to master as far as just power wise. Sorry, sorry. Von Schill. <laughs> Von Schill and Von Stuck. You got a lot of German influence in this game. Yes. And, <laughs> and I would just say that, you know, he, Von Schill is just the one that I think, like I said, probably the most power right now. And then also just the most consistent. I just, the reason why I picked the VIX over that is just because I think they're a little more mobile without the upgrades. I think mm. the upgrade is the only thing that I would caution new players. And I could see me in round three forgetting some of those upgrades. Hmm. Um, okay. Just, just because... I think some of those are situational. Like you have to plan out like, oh, I want the jump boots on this so I can go get that scheme. And if you kind of forget about it, then you're like, oh man, I could have used the jump boots for this or I could have used, you know, the rocket launcher for that. Right. So, I mean, by talking to a bunch of my friends, Angel is one of the examples. The uh, outcast players. So the outcast players that I've talked to so far, they find that, after a while, the upgrades become second nature because of a simple thought, which is, oh, God, I don't want to die, shield. Oh, God, I want to get out of here, rocket boots. Oh, God, I want to do, you know, I want to blow that thing away, like, to not exist anymore, rocket launcher. Or, you know, I want to do the combo, so I'm just going to drop some grenades over here. Like, it's yeah. it's not that much of a, a lack of practice at that point. I don't know if that makes sense. It's It's yeah. more like... But you're right. Newer players, they look at the equipment. Eh, it's gonna be difficult for them to like wrap their head around. So this might be one of those examples where like I truly believe this is the master that once you play it more like five times, you 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 are gonna be picking. You're gonna be reaching for this master more. You're like okay, yeah. I don't want to think too much. Get over here, Von Chill. But yeah. like a new player would be like, how do I use the shield? Wait, is the shield good in this thing? Remember, remember, remember. Yeah. And they just got a lot of really just solid range attacks. 
And then just kind of like these nice little solid attacks to finish people off as they come mm-hmm. in. And surprisingly mobile, you wouldn't think Von Schill being a guy in like metal armor would be movement six. <laughs> you, you wouldn't think the armor two models would be that mobile, but like all of them are pretty mobile, especially yeah. with uh, rocket boots. Oh yeah, rocket boots for sure. Yeah, it's like, even, oh. the mi- even the minions are good with this keyword. Yeah, so just kind of like my last case for Mercs, just because... I mean, they're 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 not going to be as safe as Von Schill just because they are kind of really squishy. But as far as just the movement and just the range that you can get with these, just the Victorias by themselves by themselves mm-hmm. are going to be able to just really anything they want to get to, they can easily get to. It's just a question on can you keep them safe and keep, can you keep them up to accomplish whatever you're trying to do on the board. I mean, everything has battle tempo. So, I mean, they get to move two inches. You have other models that get to move three inches at the beginning of their activation. Vanessa Chambers can just be ridiculous if you let her alone on the midline. um, Just because her attacks get even better when she's on the center line. So, it's just kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, from experience, I know that they just die too easy. So, like, I try to play them as glass cannons. Like, all right, if they die, they die. But, like... I'm going to do as much as I possibly can in the span of time before they die. Yep. And that's it. Because, like, they're very, everything in this crew is very squishy in my experience. Like, everything. And I've won games where, like, I have one or two models left on the table and my opponent has, like, five. And I won on me doing the mission. Just, like, focusing, like, doing the thing that I have to do. And my opponent just ran out of actions enough to actually fulfill his side. <laughs> you just And that's kind of what it is with battle tempo and just the speed. You just have to just go get your points and just kind of see where you lie at the end of it. Dude, Ronan are, are effectively uh, four action models. They, yeah. they have a free walk because they get a two-inch push at the beginning of the turn and they get a three-inch walk when they activate. Yep. Uh, you can add two inches with the new upgrade, and I've done it, and it's actually really good. Uh, but too they much points. They have anyway, flurry too, uh, and then they have flurry. That's the other thing, and they have hard to kill. So yeah, you're not gonna one shot them, right? Like if you try to one shot them, then they can activate, do their job, and then kill themselves. Like yep. it's just like, oh okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get two soul stones and back. The Thank thing, you very much. the thing I always found surprising with them too is they actually have a revolver, so you don't even have to get up in people's faces. You can just kind of run around and just ping people with your pistol. Or, yep. No, they do work. They do work from every range. That's the beauty of them. Yeah, I, I I think we kind of nailed down two really good selections there where I could easily see, you know, somebody reaching for both those. I think if you want to do probably the more consistent and the more survivable, probably leaning towards your pick with Von Schill is probably safer. Um, but if you want to do something more mobile and, you know, going to run around the board, definitely the Mercs will do that for you as well. Yeah, as long as you don't, you're okay mentally with the fact that they're going to die. <laughs> like, Things are I'm going gonna to do die. The thing. Yeah, no, no, because the Vicks die. Like, that's their specialty, basically, is I do a lot of work, I do a lot of actions, but I die. So, like, make sure that you do everything you need to do before I I would say you got to front load your VPs. You got to try to get them as early as possible. Yes. All right, let's go to one of my and your favorite factions with the Neverborn. So, straightforward, just end of the day... New player friendly. What keyword do you think the Neverborn have? You see, you said earlier, Dreamer. 
and Dreamer was that person. Like people literally, I did that. I was like, oh, I don't want to think too hard, Dreamer. Eh, I don't agree with that. <laughs> I know, I know. You said it earlier, and I was like, eh, I don't know. Well, Everybody before the nerf was I, like that. I think, I think that's a different conversation, though. I think Dreamer was so good. You could bring him into any pool in any matchup. I think he was flexible enough where you could reach for him and he'd do work and he'd probably you'd probably have a good chance of winning that game. However, as far as being straightforward, I don't think that's what he is. I mean, there's a lot of uh, just a lot of nuances with what was the summoning. There was a mm. lot of just trying to figure out where to get the willpower to fail so that summon model could come in. You're also mm. putting cards out of the game. You are then trying to keep Dreamer alive and keeping him, which, you know, wasn't too hard to do because he's rather survivable for like, a I don't know, what does he have, eight hit points or whatever? Yeah. Even fewer than that. Might even be seven. seven. Yeah, he's seven hit points with protected and serene counters. Yeah. So, he's super defensive. <laughs> yeah, he is un- unless he gets out of position and then, you know, you get some, get some things on him. But besides yeah. that, it, it's just one of those things where – Yes, you could bring it almost any time, but the fact that it was complex and how it actually worked, mm-hmm. that I wouldn't play it at the end of the day just because I'm like, I don't want to think about where I'm putting these models. I don't want to think about, you know, what cards I'm taking out of the deck. I don't want to think about any of this crap. I need something more straightforward. I mean, that's fair. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about it. Like the way that I think about it, uh, my my personal go to masters are always going to be Titania and Pandora, but uh, I can definitely tell new players like both Nakima and the Dreamer are actually just like. I I don't think there's any question that and and when I was playing Neverborn in the couple of tournaments that I did, mm. Nakima was that master where it's like you want to know what I'm just gonna no brain it and I'm just gonna go kill shit. Yep, I mean both and, both of them are super super. They Titania and Nakima are just like. I just want to kill shit. <laughs> well, and with Nikima's crew with the Nephilim, it's they're very fast. Mm-hmm. They hit like a truck. And it's just one of those things where you're never going to go wrong with that combo. It's like you're, you might not win the game just because, you know, they're not. Nikima's crew can be a little bit squishy just because they're not. They don't have the most hit boxes and the most defensive tech. So, I mean, they're really the, the pinnacle of Alpha Strike. Where if they get hit first, then they're gonna kind of they're gonna have problems. But yeah, unless you're playing against a crew that's mostly melee, you're right. Because uh, I mean, both inhuman reflexes and combat finesse make it so that if you're playing against a, a, a melee heavy crew, she's fine. She's yeah. just gonna be dancing around you. It's like, oh okay, I'm just gonna hit you and then hold you at two inches, and then you have to come to me. Like that's the reason why I like models like Corvus Rook. Corvus Rook makes that matchup different because they have to get into base-to-base contact. Yeah, yeah. Corvus like, Rook, I have really done cool. a lot of cursing over lately because you <laughs> have you have to be in base-to-base contact to do anything to him God, as far so as melee. Awesome. And I'm yeah. just like, and then you got to discard, otherwise you're at a negative. And I'm just like, this just feels bad. Like, yeah, he's amazing. It's like, oh, okay, are you gonna discard a card? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, my- you're at a negative. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's so good yeah so i i don't i think nakim is the no-brainer where even if you have like like you said mm. i think i when i was playing like yeah if i didn't want to think too much i'd play nakima 
But right. I'm kind of like you where I didn't mind dropping Pandora either just because I knew how Pandora works. Right. And I, and I was like, yeah, I might miss some of, you know, the stun triggers or whatever, but mostly I'll be all right. Uh, but yeah, Nakeem is, Nakeem is a good one to pull out late. It's also, let's not forget what we were talking about earlier, the tax on your opponent. Because yeah. Pandora puts a mental tax on your opponent where you're like, oh, fuck, I can't, I can't concentrate well, well, yeah, within a certain range. That's kind of the crazy <laughs> thing, right? Because, and that's a good point to bring up too, where if you're comfortable enough with a master, there is kind of the opposite effect where it's like your opponent doesn't want to do a lot of thinking late round either. So if you're bringing yep. a master where it's like, oh, you can't activate that model because I'm going to make that model activate, or you can't activate this model because then they're going to get slow or they're going to get stunned with Pandora and all that nonsense. Right. Uh, you can't go into this because, you know, they're manipulative. So you're going to have to spend, you know, focus first before you attack. That's kind of what makes Pandora a bad late game for your opponents. And that's a good reason to bring her if you're comfortable enough. Yeah, if you if you like, I have no qualm in trying to like always remember conditions because that's like the only mindset that that you have to do if you're tired. Yeah. With Pandora, it's like, all right, be within six, just exist within six inches of your enemy's crew, and then just don't forget conditions. That's it. And then whenever you activate her, then you're like, uh, I guess I'm gonna open the box and make your life miserable by like dropping tentacles and praying to the dark gods like so yeah, much crap. and I, I think kind of another reason why i like nikima's crew is just because you have a lot of really awesome abilities like fly with me is great you have a lot of regen on models you have a lot of ways to turn uh turn models into like a mature nephilim so you can either pay for two or you can like just grow a second one so yep. yeah black black blood which you know if they damage you you get to do a little damage to them there's a lot of little cool things that make the crew just very, very good at what they do. When you see Nakima, yeah, they can scheme a little bit, but you know they're gonna, they're gonna beat you up. They're gonna pound you in the face. It's it's kind of funny because like the things that I keep reaching whenever I'm trying to do like a combo, like like the Lucius crew that I was talking about, where you played it too, the Lucius crew with the matures. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a normal thing. I don't know if if more Neverborn players do. I know that Andre does it. I know I do it, and I've seen one more person do it, but I can't remember the name right now. I'm sorry. Uh, we always reach for matures and 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 uh, oh, um, uh, Herman. Herman likes to reach for uh, either the Black Block Shaman or the. Uh, or the matures. Like it's just a normal thing. We're just like, you know what? These models are just solid. They're really hard hitting. They are survivable. <laughs> Who cares and if they're paying, my uh, entire crew. paying eleven instead of ten, right? Yeah, no, but it happened. I I did it with Lucius, and I don't regret it. Like yeah. it was just so flipping good. It's like, oh my god, hit him, hit him again, hit him again. No, <laughs> again. no, mature nephilims are amazing models for sure. Yes, yes. And the fact that you can order order them with Lucius to like. All right, grab a con concentrate right now. All right, cool. Now punch him in the dick. <laughs> like, it's just so <laughs> fucking good. I love it. Punch him in the face really fucking hard. <laughs> Who's the biggest guy here? You. Grab the him. Punch him in the face. <laughs> God, I love that movie. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so uh, I think that's a good one to pull out of the bag for sure. And yeah. she's like super new player friendly. Oh, like yeah. a, a new player is going to have a blast playing that crew. And the best thing about it is that the more you play her, the more you figure out. It's like, oh, oh yeah. shit, I can do this. Yeah, like, that one has a high floor, meaning like you're going to do pretty solid right out of the gate. As a matter of fact, if you're, if you're a new player playing another new player, 
they may think that that crew is so broken just because of how good they are just straight first time used. Yeah, I, low floor. They have a low floor. They're very easy to get onto and like do the thing. It's the high skill because it's like, crap, how much more do I get to do? Yeah, I probably reversed that. When I said high yeah. floor, <laughs> I meant that they do better off the ground. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah like, like it's, oh, I don't have to do much. I just have to like hit my own model here with a mask. You? Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I hit this model here with a mask. I get uh, a corpse. I vomit a corpse. I give everybody focus. What's what's wrong here? Like, am I missing something? <laughs> this is amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm gonna, definitely going to need your help on this, though, just because I don't have too many games into this faction, but with Guild. Okay. Guild? Um, oh, boy. I mean, I guess if I'm just looking at them straight up, I guess Perdita's kind of easy. No. No. Because <laughs> she dies so easy. Like, her crew is, yes, they... They have a very easy gameplay. I'm not going to... It's just a meme at this point that I have too much hate on them. I just don't like their crew because their crew only does... Uh, it, their crew is the meme or like the the Russian guy with the hat, the, the the helmet that says, I don't know how I got here. I don't know what, I, what my name is. All I know that I must kill. <laughs> it's so dumb because like Perdita should be doing more. Perdita should be the card draw engine basically of, of the guild. Uh, yeah. Anyway... But that's beside the point. Now, my pick is Lady J or Sonya Crit. Okay. Sonya Crit, you just stay far away with a model that gives you protect, like the Guardian. That's my favorite pick. Uh, well, my favorite pick now that Fiona Gage is, you know, not a choice. <laughs> <laughs> and then and that's it. Like, you just like, all right, uh, Guardian activates, tosses me into a good position. I walk up next to her, you know, not too far away because I need to be with her. <laughs> light things on fire. And then light things on fire. And it, that's it. And I sometimes I get wishling stalkers with a trainer so that they can just bolt straight into the enemy and blast into them. And then now my enemy has to put out that fire. Like it's so so easy. It's like, yeah, this might not win me the game, but it's also like so straightforward. I'm gonna be having fun. And is, is Lady <laughs> J just kind of like melee? Like she's just going to punch people with her blindness i don't know <laughs> in my opinion she has access to some of the best models in the faction okay so oh she has access in the sense that she doesn't have to pay the tax like the lone ranger is i mean the lone marshal is insane is the steward in that keyword no the steward is, is just versatile uh, okay because i know yeah, a lot of so... guild players like it like that model oh yeah no he's amazing he's in every list What's the game plan with with uh, Lady Lush, uh, Lady Justice, Lady Lady Luscious? Jesus, uh, Lady Justice is just like okay. I'm gonna leap. I'm going to attack off the leap because you can do sudden strike, or you can just you know set it up so that your next model is going to move Lady Justice into position and then you just smash him in the face really hard with a great sword and critical strike. I just want to hit you in the in the face really hard, so I'm going to leap with uh, sun strike or not. It doesn't matter. Then I'm going to use the highest ram that I have with focus and and stone for another ram and smash it in your face. Even hard wound models suffer seven damage usually from this. It's it's amazing. I just love this chick. Uh, that being said, the K is not a bad choice if you want to hit it with. Uh, hit up a targeting beacon. You hit somebody with a low defense model right next to something important, and you hit them with decay. That's an instant, basically injured. So decay, great sword, restore the natural orders is 
kind of on a tech pick, but when it's good, it's great. Uh, and then finally, just Juggernaut. Like, I don't know the amount of times I'm just like, I activate. I'm going to Juggernaut myself for four life and I swing at something. Yeah, I do like, like Juggernaut, too. straight forward. Oh, God. I, I love her. I love her. She's just straight easy to like just do the thing. And the best thing is whenever you kill somebody, there's no markers. So you don't even have to think about markers. They just blow just up. Like, Smash. Yeah, she, <laughs> she has final repose. Models killed by this model do not drop any markers when killed. No good. demise, no corpses, no scrap. Did she? I love her. This she's just amazing. She, yeah. So why don't you play guild? I am going to. I said <laughs> after August because I I'm trying to stay with Neverborn until after uh, the World Series if yeah. I'm still qualifying. Uh, life has gotten way too complicated, and like I'm yeah, dropping games. Like I I had a grand total of not counting the the World Series games. In the last four weeks, I've had three, no, two games. So my three games a week, I mean, my eight games a week went down to three games a week, went down to even less. And this game, like at the high high level that I've played some of these games, I I need to keep practicing. Like I'm just going to keep forgetting triggers, and that, that just kills you. Bad positioning kills you. Bad trigger remembering kills you. Not knowing you're you're like, okay, if I have to stone here, blah 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 blah. Anyway, but back to the, the conversation. Back to the conversation. I'm going to be playing Lady Justice, Sonia, and I'm eventually I'm gonna try to fix my own thought process with Perdita because I think Perdita's garbage. <laughs> and I don't want that because I really, really love that crew. Like, there's not that much Hispanic representation in this game, and by God, <laughs> I'm by going God, to I'm gonna make it work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you're right there. It's guild. I will say, if I was going to say kind of the best newer player friendly faction, I think guild is probably it. Yeah, a lot of their crews seem pretty vanilla. Yeah, I mean, there's also a lot of like forgiving crews. Not necessarily that they're great or good, but like they're very forgiving. Like Charles Hoffman, if really Hoffman, pretty much everything in your crew is going to be armor too. That well, it, it's huge. it's funny that you know you mentioned him because he's actually my pick for the straightforward master for Arcanus, which you nice. could argue is also good for guild. But I I think Hoffman is he's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Meaning like this, the armor, lots of hit boxes, uh, lot the mm-hmm. power tokens are just you know pseudo focus that you have with your crew, and they just they. They put out damage, man. They just do work, and I think it's a solid crew. Yeah, uh, the I think the only reason that I didn't even mention this is Lone Marshal, the guns, the Domadores, you know, the the tamers, the mm-hmm. undead tamers. They are so, they're just so good. They do their job without having to think too hard. They use just like, all right, I'm gonna have my pale rider just you know destroy you. Well, who Three who'd you pick times. for your straightforward? <laughs> who'd you pick for your straightforward master for Arcanist? Oh, Karis. Karis? Yeah, Karis is just amazing, and pretty much every every single Arcanist player that I ever have talked to, including uh, people that left the faction a while ago, they're like they have a pocket Karis. Well, because I mean, she's range, which is good. She and has melee. fly. Yeah, it, well, yeah, and she has flying. 
Um, she puts out pyre markers, but hers also put out injured. So not yep. only are you doing damage, but now you're making it easier to hit a thing. Yep. And if they do anything through it, you know, it's just going to make your life miserable. So she gets around a lot of defenses because her melee attack attacks size rather than any What's other. Her, is her is her melee attack up, up and away? Yep. Okay. Yeah, she's straight. She's straightforward, and she's also armor one, and she sets you on fire whenever you attack her because she has it printed. Yeah, like, yeah, no, she's again. Uh, every yeah, she was my she was one. my second. She was my second pick. I do like Hoffman better, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, she's also good just because that that at range too, and the fire and injured is just good. Yeah, I I don't understand the fire golem. <laughs> I don't understand like too many of the reasonings for it but like literally every single time i've talked to an arcanist player they're like i don't know i feel like i'm just gonna play our uh, karis every single one <laughs> they, yeah, they just have a pocket karis yeah like it's just like oh fuck it karis boom i'm not even gonna think about it too hard well not only that her crew's <laughs> pretty mobile because they can like teleport through the pyre markers yeah, and they're pretty fast, so you can still do scheme stuff, and they can do a lot of denial. So they're good yep. for things like turf war, you know, because they can kill shit at range. So it's just yep. it's a solid crew for sure. It's the saddest thing because the only reason she's not the 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 dark horse of the faction because I wanted to make an episode on her when we were doing the dark when mm-hmm. we we are still on the dark horse factions, but like we haven't found people for the remaining factions. That's yeah. basically let's be honest about it. So Karis. I want it to be her, but the more I did the research, it was just like, no. People use her all the time, yeah. Yeah, she's like one of the most popular. She is the most popular master that everybody plays. They just don't play her. They don't think that she's like the top of the food chain. She's just like solid. She's like the trusty, you know. (laughs) I was like, all right, this is my blanket. Old (laughs) reliable, used to say. Old reliable. But uh, yeah, I I can't think of anybody else other than Karis for pocket pick for the... I just started, anyway, I started blasting, you know. <laughs> anyways, I just started blasting. Bye-bye. <laughs> so anyways, all right. Yeah. yeah, I definitely I definitely see her too. Uh, like I said, it's kind of weird. I either, when I play an Arcanist player, they either seem to drop Karis or Hoffman. I see those two. And it obviously, Sandeep used to be all over the place, but, you know, yeah. Sandeep is, you know, what he is now. But he, he draws like a fourth of the cards that he used to draw. Yeah. And people are upset. <laughs> what you mean i don't get to draw 10 cards a turn that sucks this is outrageous <laughs> Jerk. all right let's move on to the new flavor flav so looking at explorers which mm. uh, i'm kind of curious about this i think most people would say if you want a straightforward master apex is probably the way to go you think um, that that's like but, that's like new player stuff yeah yeah so I, i'm kind of curious because I know Chris is kind of leaning towards Anya. I see him reaching for her probably the most. And I think she does the coolest things, but it's not over the top like some of the other keywords in yep. Explorers. Yep. I mean, Anya also fixes two things that are very um, low-key. They're very uh, big in, in the game, which is I need to have my triggers and I need to uh, make sure that I use all of my actions as, as efficiently as possible, right? And Anya makes it so like, okay, all of my zero action, all of my quick actions are amazing. They are. And I usually only have one. So I don't have to think about it too hard. I'm just going to do my quick action and then do my actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and she has uh, the price of progress, which is a self-inflict. I do one damage to myself. I get the suit that I want. 
So you, you fix that. You're like, okay, I will get the trigger that I want. And I know that my quick action is great. Yeah, and she puts a lot of pre- – and we were talking about this when we brought up Pandora, but I think she does the same thing where she puts a mental tax on your opponent. Um, I can't tell you oh how God. many times I've played Chris and it's been like <laughs> late in the game and all yes. of a sudden hostile work environment pops up and I can't heal oh. the model. I was oh, like, oh, this is the worst, man. It's like, oh, Host- come on. No, it's not only hostile work environment. It's like hostile work environment. All of her scheme markers yeah. are now hazardous. Yep. And on top of that, she's she has her entire crew basically right in your defl- deployment zone. You just yep. like, wait, <laughs> like what am I gonna do now? <laughs> yeah, her and her models are just super good. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and the versatile models in in that faction are just superb too. I mean, the funny thing is, she's not my pick, but you might be winning me over. My <laughs> well, pick, who? Yeah. Who was your pick? English Ivan. Yeah, really? Yep. Because all you have to do is make sure that you know how to teleport before the game and then not forget how to teleport. And that seems <laughs> very straightforward to me. Step one, shadow marker. Step two, victory. Profit. Yeah, yeah step two. <laughs> question, question, question. Step three, profit. Yep. <laughs> but like, yeah, the the the, the pants goblins. But, I do uh, see a lot of people dropping Ivan just because he's solid. You're right. He just has a lot of solid things. He brings some solid models. He can summon solid models. Um, you're putting out. You're getting a lot of positives. Yeah, but the summoning of the solid models is also important. You don't think about it. You just know. You look at the 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 opponent's uh, willpower, and then you know which one you're summoning. You don't actually think about it. You just like, what's the that's willpower? Tr- that's that guy? true. Yeah, you don't have to be like, oh, I need a four or I need a thirteen to summon that model. Oh, I only have an eleven. <laughs> yeah. Now, and like you said, there's so many positives because it's like, oh, I'm gonna shoot through this forest. Why? Because I can. Because I'm or I'm gonna put distracted <laughs> on all my models. Also, too, like it's just, it's. I think Ivan is so so good at like just easing so many things it's like oh wait i have negatives wait no my negatives are positive so what am i thinking about you know that kind of mentality that he has yeah i think once you figure out it. ivan's like turn one like setting up ivan's turn one i think you might be right there uh as far as though just like i said i i i, I think more people play explorers the more they're going to be like you want to anya is just fucking fast she puts out solid damage she denies. She's mm-hmm. gonna bottleneck people up because her crew just moves so friggin' fast. And they have high stats fin- on the attack too. Finnegan's a hoe. Finnegan is a hoe. That I mean, dirigible. The two things, the two things that I that you like, I said, you might be winning me over with Anya. I think you you did actually because Anya just puts too much of a tax, a mental tax on your opponent. Both like all three. Let's put all three. Sovereign. Painting the ass model that constantly I'm makes just, you want to And kill Chris it. is gonna I was say Chris is gonna hate this, oh. but I'm gonna say anyways, you have to kill that stupid totem. If you don't kill Fuck, the yes. sovereign, <laughs> it's going to make the whole game miserable. Yes. And he's not easy to kill, so like don't don't half ass it. Whole ass killing. Oh, yeah, sovereign. I go I go into it with Maw, man. As soon as it gets close enough, Maw just goes and beats the piss out of it with a spoon <laughs> and throws it in a trap marker. Yep, yep. It's like dumpster you. I'm gonna yep. dumpster and dumpster you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always laugh because because every time I've gone into Sovereign with Maw, I yeah. like I'll just get moderate with crit strike and I'll be like, all right, five damage. And Chris is like, that's your moderate. And I'm like, 
Well, yeah, I got crit strike. It's, it's good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can weak damage, five damage with her. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I honest to God, I love, 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 love that the fact that Sovereign, hostile work environment, and the, and the scheme marker things. I forgot the name of it. It's like the expansionist or some shit yeah, like I that. Yeah, I think it's expansionist. Yeah, no, it's just, it makes it so good. It makes it so good that like, your opponent's just like, okay, wait, wait. So if I move, I take damage. I can't well, not heal a, my and, and then not only that, we, we, we talked about Corvus Rook. You see Corvus Rook with that crew. You see uh -huh. Finnegan with that crew who helps, you know, shape the top of the deck and can also, you know, dirge will ride people around. Uh, you have the, um, what are they called? The... What are the what are the scheming minions there? The oper not the opportunists. The uh, uh the well, there's operatives. Operatives, and there's, there it is. Uh, surveyors, and they, they, in my opinion, surveyors are slightly better because surveyors have chain gang. Yeah, chain. And they have armor good. one. Yeah, chain gang armor one and price of progress. They, I think they're solid. Yeah, so I mean, it's just it's one of those things where. It's a solid crew. It does a lot of different things. It scoots around the board. It, it can bottleneck you up. It has some really just durable pieces. And then you can throw something crazy in there. Like, I think that it has some base healing. I think, who healed? No, there, I think there's a random model that heals. But you could even bring, like, the Intrepid Emissary or something to even heal more. Yes. I mean, the Intrepid Emissary makes it into a lot of lists because of that stupid aura. Yeah. I like mean, that, that's fair, like, though. I mean, yeah. that's like, you know, the effigy for, for you know, Bayou. I bring that just for the Bayou 2 card, right? Dude, that, that fucking effigy is... The value of Bayou 2 card should not be ignored. Like, I'm just like, holy crap. No, you <laughs> saw that when I brought that with, you know, the kin, and I just put the effigy in the back, and the kin are just like, oh, I'm out of cards. Let's just start cheating <laughs> off the top. <laughs> <laughs> like, perfect definition. So, anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> anyway, it just started blasting. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I, I definitely the two I think that you'll see most with explorers are definitely Anya and uh, and Ivan. Definitely two yeah. good masters that do solid things. Yeah, um, yeah. and and like literally because like yeah, Cooper. I mean, straightforward shotgun to the chest, you know, kind of thing. But Anya is just so oppressive. Oh yeah, and she's not super easy to kill because like people think it's like oh she just dies. I'm like I don't know when you played that game where Anya just dies, but not my experience. I think it's only if the uh, explorer player just activates her early and puts her in a bad situation, <laughs> um, because you're probably not going to kill her going into her unless they're out of soul stones and stuff. And then after that, I mean she's going to be gone. Yeah. I mean, 10 wounds, defense 6, uh, and willpower 5. Like, her stats are not bad either. They're, like, about average with a master. Yeah. And or not, uh, they're slightly below average because of the uh, the willpower. But any, the, she has hard to kill. She has yeah. hard to kill, and hostile work environment actually usually keeps her alive because, like, people usually target their own models to do a combo to try to damage yourself, your, your yep. biggest beater. Yeah. No, I, I like your pick. I like your pick. All right. Then we got the last one, the best for last. We got the Bayou. Uh, I'm going to let you go first because I'm kind of curious to see who you think is the the crew you reach for in Bayou when it's end of the tournament. You don't want to be thinking too much. You want that old shoe. What are you picking? Because I did this also when 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 I was 
practicing for Bayou, I was thinking, okay, so who's going to be my pick for Bayou to repeat it? And I thought it was going to be Brewmaster. Nah, I nope. love the model. I still like to play it, and I still, you know, want to practice him eventually. Uh, Ophelia, when I played you, because she, like, you were the cagiest fucking Ophelia player that I played at that point. <laughs> like, it was just like, Jesus, she's really just, like, sacrificing everything just to keep her alive. It's like, all right, take five. And she's like, all right, stone plus flinch plus uh, this upgrade goes away. She takes, like, one or no damage. And I'm like, <laughs> holy fuck. All right, cool, cool. I'll do it again. And then she's like, all right, I'll do it again, too. Bam, 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 bam. Uh, but my pick is actually Zip. Okay. Why would you when say I Zip? Was, when I was practicing the faction, I realized, it's like, man, I just feel really comfortable playing Zip. And I realized it was because of me playing Outcast. But when I was playing Outcast, it wasn't Zip. I don't okay. know if that makes sense. But like, when I play Zip in Bayou, he was better. That's because like, he is. Bayou's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, first, the upgrades. <laughs> The upgrades for the faction, yeah, strictly better. Just strictly better. Like, Wait, like hold on, there's Dixon, Outcast don't have upgrades. Okay, Just yeah, yeah, you're get right. Get that you're out right. your it, mind. I mean, like, I don't, I don't understand this servant of darkness crap that I put on my models for comboing. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, no, Zip, straightforward. Uh, I love him. He he inconveniences your opponent to the point that they have to think about the game too. They're like, oh fuck, uh, there's like three pi piano markers between me and what I have to go. Okay, how do I clear that? Because I need to get there so I can get yeah. the points. And boring conversation. Because boring conversation is super taxing on your opponent. Like, you don't have to do anything. Your opponent has to do things. Yeah. Like, you put up boring conversation and just, like, watch the world burn. Because your opponent now is just like, fuck. I think, uh, there, I think there's a few <laughs> things that make Zip really a great go-to master. And it's not my pick. I'll share mine in here in a minute. But I think there's a few things that make Zip really a go-to and just really powerful master and just great for new players. Well, first off, it's just it's a fun crew. Like the models look cool. You're doing cool things. You're dropping pianos. It's great. It's like nothing. It's just nothing better than that. So at the end of the day, you're just laughing your ass off, and that's yes. why Zip's awesome. But oh, also, you have I would argue the best model in the faction with the first mate. He's amazing. There's he's you're never so good. you're always going to get some points out of the first mate. He's just too good. And then <sighs> the last thing is they're just so mobile. They're just they're fast. You have concealment, which in most cases is good, unless you're playing against that mother effer from Explorers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but in every other situation, can't go wrong with everybody having concealment. And then yeah. my last reason is you know the <laughs> the kidnapped mechanic. You know, Bert or, or Earl. Earl is just. It's funny how many times Earl is the MVP of a Zip game. He's I just know. Amazing. Like you would think it'd be the first mate, but like first mate is like the distraction card effects. Because like he is like, oh, like I have to put in like seventeen models to try to stop the first mate from winning the game by himself. Yep. Or he just wins the game by himself. Meanwhile, so like Earl's being just... taxied around by all these flying models and doing things. And he dies to a stiff breeze. Yep. Like, oh, Earl... People forget about him. Yeah. It's like, oh, Earl goes with Zip now instead of with the uh, the Skeeter. Why? Because everybody already gave up on trying to kill Zip because Zip is too fast and drops pianos in front of me. <laughs> and and that happens. I play many games where like, people are just like, oh, fuck, I guess I should have brought a model with Blow It All to Hell. 
Because well, they didn't you know, expect me to drop so many pianos. Well, you know, Dixon, the funny thing too is when I play Zip, it really brings me back to Guild Ball because I want to <laughs> I want to throw people off the pitch, right? I want to I want to take Zip and I just want to throw them off the table with Zip's oh, yeah. ability with up, up and away. Oh yeah, it's just I'm yeah. like I wish I could throw you off the table right now. That'd be so good. There's a guy I can't remember the name, uh, but they got a bushwhacker with a Zip crew in, in a game where they were playing Bayou. Mm-hmm. And they dropped a a pit trap, and then had Zip charge a mod like you know charge a model, drop him back, push him because he did the trigger thing, and then be right next to it, and then basically drag somebody. I think it was like twelve inches into a pit trap marker. Nice, and just like did that every turn. It's like yeah, all right, and, I'm gonna and go Zip. And Grab. for some reason, up and away is a two-inch reach melee. I don't know why, but it is. <laughs> it's amazing. It gets people every time. I don't. Yeah, that that should definitely be a zero. But for some reason, it's two zero inches. Zero one, but two. It's like I guess because yeah. you can like rocket reach India. I don't know. It, no, it makes absolutely no sense. Like that's why you know I said zero because like he literally has to grab somebody. Yeah. And then just bolt into the air. You would, you would think, <laughs> but it's two. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's and again, like it was, it was a very interesting thing to see. It's like he's playing Bayou, he brought a bushwhacker, and the the, the combo works. Which is like, oh, so now the person takes like two damage and two injured, and then now they're kind of effed. I think that's why Zip's interesting too, is because with his crew, with his keyword, and then also with the versatile and even out of keyword models you can bring. It just, you can play Zip a lot of different ways. You can totally just ignore the opponent and just go do your thing. You can bring some beaters and, you know, bash it out in different places on the board. And you can also, don't ask me why, you also get to draw cards when you cheat. And then you also get to remove scheme markers, which is awesome (laughs) because I've been playing a lot of, you know, Anya. So Zip removing scheme markers has been good even though i shouldn't drop him sometimes into explorers dude free loot is hilarious it is is because exactly because when it's good it's great like it's just like wait you like to drop a lot of ski markers sir Mm. (laughs) this free loot model i also found it's just good for incidental schemes like people will be like oh i'll just drop this scheme and it's like okay i'll pick it up i'm gonna eat it to draw a card gg thank you wait well, you can do that. It's like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> so I think that and don't ask me why, but my go to out of the bag is actually kin. So when yeah. when I think I need to just, you know, shoot stuff and blast like we've been saying, you know, I, I think kin's just that's what they do. I can just kind of sit back. I can shoot what comes at me. It's the tankiest crew in uh, Bayou. It's not going to go anywhere in an activation. And yeah. it's pretty flexible. It, it does a lot of different things. If you need mobility, you can bring some out of keyword stuff to help you out. But as far as like what it does, it's just going to kill stuff. It's just going to sit there and kill stuff. It's surprisingly tanky. That's like the big thing. Because I played many games against Ophelia before where they didn't just like front load Ophelia with with so many upgrades. So you were the first that I saw that there's just like really went deep into the, I'm going to load her up so that I can remove as much damage as I possibly can. Because 
like I knew that they have flinch. I knew that they could remove the 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 stupid upgrade, but like I didn't realize how much you did that on your. It's like you're removing all of your other models' ability to do that. You're like, no, no, no. All it matters is for Ophelia to have them. Yeah. And then I saw why. I'm like, oh, so I guess I'm not gonna kill Ophelia. Yeah. Man, and- it, yeah. She's kind of like almost like a like the goat in Jurassic Park where you kind of put her out there. And when people see her exposed, they're kind of like, oh, I'm going to go kill her. And it's like, well, I got, you know, four upgrades on her turn one. And I still have soul stones. And I have shield if you attack me with a really good model and stuff. So probably not going to do half damage to her, even if it's a beater. I mean, I was dealing five damage to her on the regular. That was and the she was only taking was like confusing. one or two. Exactly. Like turn two happened, and then I like violently exploded her because you finally ran out of stones, and you on your very Joker. last stone, you black Joker. <laughs> yeah. Like those are the two things. But like I've I literally emptied your stones just with one model. Yeah. And it it mattered, but at the same time, you you still were able to fight back because the entire crew is like that. Yeah, it's so not just Ophelia. That's the thing. Like, the you can focus thing. on Ophelia, but then you have, you know, you look at Raphael is a really solid enforcer. You have Francois, who is one of the best beaters in the faction. You then also have Rami, who's sniping people at range. And uh, I mean, you could bring, I think usually I bring a Bokur in that list too, just kind of heal things up. And then I also had the effigy, which eventually turned into the emissary. And it, it's just there's a lot of things going on there that's really helping keep the crew up and just putting mass damage on whatever target you want to remove. Right, 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 right. It, it's, I mean, I, I understand the reason for your pick. I still, I still think that then everybody would be constantly being, you know, using that kind of mentality. I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I think the reason why I pick Kin is just because you're going to shoot stuff and they're not going to die just because they're always getting shielding. And if they miss, you still have a shield. So then you start stacking them. And then, Mm -hmm. like I said, you can plink off damage with the upgrades for Ophelia. And there's a lot of just good damage going down. The only negative thing I would say as far as for just at the end of the day is yeah, I could kill stuff, but that crew's not very mobile. So mm. if it's the wrong pool, you you might do a lot of killing, which feels good at the end of the day. You might not win the game though, because they really have a mobility kind of issue with that crew. So it's kind of tough. Yeah, it's kind of sad because like most of the gun crews are very static. Yeah, uh, there's a few exceptions like Parker. Parker is incredibly fast. It's one of the things that, I, like, for example, we were talking about the tournament. Remember, my second opponent was Parker. Yeah. I didn't want to go for try to kill him because he just moves everywhere. He's like, yeah. all right, run and gun over here, move over here for other reasons, shoot some other model. He's a pain that he has to catch up with. And usually he doesn't want to be in the same place at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah, the only thing that um, I think might help me once I get them with uh, Kin is I'm yeah. actually going to pick up a couple of the LaCroix Raiders. And they uh-huh. actually are, I think they'll be pretty useful in like break the line mm-hmm. just because they can move it and then they can go ahead and do their, they have a bonus to do like a three inch push or whatever. And they huh. gain a focus and then they can so go ahead and move frenzy, it again. So, it's, whatever, it's whatever the stupid, uh, what are those puppet uh, 10 Thunder models? 
Yeah, the Baraku have the same thing. Yeah, uh, you know the saddest thing is uh, the first models to really be known for them are the half bloods. And nobody and guess them. what? <laughs> exactly, they're so bad that like people forgot that they had them. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's a model. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm actually going to, next time I want to break the kin out, I'm going to play those just to see if they help with some of my scheming issues that I've had with kin. Mm. Um, but I, I mean, I'm telling you that, and plus kind of like the same thing with zip, the kin are just fun. Like you put the effigy in that list and you're doing the buy you two card. So, oh no, I ran out of cards. Okay, I'm just going to start flipping off the top of my deck. Gee, it's, it's all good. Hmm. I mean, yeah, the effigy definitely increases that. I'm just thinking about what you said about the Raider. Like, I, I'm trying to figure out why is it that I've never seen this model. I haven't I think it's because seen, it has low I, health. I haven't seen... Well, yeah, they're, but they have the same thing that the rest of the crew has. So, I mean, they're going to get shielding and to help a little bit. They're definitely not the tankiest because I think they only have, like, five hit boxes. Yeah, that's so, it. So, you really have to... Like you almost have to entice your opponent to fight the beef of your crew and have them kind of skirt along the edges to just try and squeak by, right? Where they're not mm -hmm. going to be targets. Yep. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. They have two and a half movements because of the risk of maneuver, which also kills them. I, I kind of see the reasoning. Also, the biggest reasoning probably is that your crew is just so damn good. Like everybody else, it's like higher cost. It's just so damn good at their job. They're like, why would I play minions? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah. really the thing. The The enforcers in that crew are amazing. It, it I know a lot of people don't like enforcers, but like Raphael and um, and then uh, Rami are mm -hmm. probably the two best enforcers in the game. It, well, at least in, I shouldn't say in the game. In, in Bayou, for sure. I love them. I, I would say game. Yeah, they're, they're solid. Because the thing about both of them, well, uh, enforcers is different. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, all, I thought you were talking about Francois. Francois, well, Francois is a henchman. He's the best combat, uh, whatchamacallit, in the game, in my opinion. He's the best combat henchman in the game. Well, because his, his gun's awesome, and his melee's even sicker. So, both of those things are great. He has the bigger they are. He's size one, so he hides on anything. Like, oh, there's a box over well, the there. Well, the whole crew sized one. <laughs> yes, but no, no. That's how it's significantly important how big that is. Unless you're playing against somebody that's fighting uh, with size attacks, like up we go and shit like that. The fact that he's size one makes it easy for him to approach you. And once he's there, he does the exact same amount of damage, or if not more, than the biggest, hardest hitters in the game. Yeah. Like, Francois hits almost as hard or as hard if you have the right triggers and stuff as Nakima. That's insane to think about. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Mm, I'd have to look. I think he's nine stones. I I think he's nine stones. I think that's right. Yeah. And he, he's not a master. So he's 10 points outside of, uh, uh, outside of keyword. I've never I brought him out of keyword, it. but not terrible. Dude, I brought him. Yeah, I brought him when I didn't want to play Mancha Roja in Infamous. And he you know, just fucking destroyed things. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he, he is better than Mancha Roja, but, I mean, Mancha Roja is slapping people with a gremlin. So, I mean, that model is just cool. <laughs> True. Flavor. I mean, flavor, yeah, flavor-wise, yes, but, like, hitting somebody for four, five, six is just, like, I mean, it's scary as, it's scary as hell. 
Yeah, and Francois does that regularly. His okay. gun, yeah, fantastic. He can change. Well, and that's why times. I like. Yeah. I think that's why I like Kin as far as that too, because I can be reckless with Ophelia, and if she goes down, it's almost like I got a backup master, and it's like, yeah. okay, great. Now you got to deal with this other guy. Yep. I mean, I did the same thing with Francisco. Francisco was just like, it's main reason why I kept trying out the family crew mm-hmm. is because I I started deviating from like, all right, my master is Perdita to. Pretty is a good gun that gives me some cards every now and then. Let's play Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> and Francisco did the exact same thing as Francois, but like he's high two. He he suffers from high two model. Like yeah. everybody's high two, everybody can see you, everybody's in the same uh place. Whereas Francois is just like, come at me, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, I will come out of the shadows to kick your ass. Yeah, it's kind of funny though, because <laughs> the more reps I get with Trixie. The mm. more it's almost like what you're saying with Pandora, where I can almost drop Trixie into any matchup and pull something out of my ass, you know. I'm, I'm, if I can just get my, if I can get my scamper triggers a little better, mm-hmm. because there will be times where I'm like, it'll be the next act action, and I'll be like, oh fuck, you cheated! I could have scampered, and you know, blah blah. blah. Um, yes. So that's just something that I'm getting better with. But I think the more games I get with that crew, the more I can be like, you know, Kin were my go-to, but I could also just grab Trixie out and just make something out of this. You know, the funny thing is that Trixie does some of the best combos I've seen. I, I'm honest to God, I wish uh, the... the Fuck, I, forget. I am innocent, I believe is his uh, forum name. Uh, he's a very, very... He's a great, if not the greatest... You know, German player that I played so far, mm-hmm. and he played Ma in such a weird way that I'm just like, like I wish he did some of these things to try to see if he could like get it, uh, uh, the 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 combo to see if it gets to the final point. I don't know if it yeah. makes sense. Like he plays Alphonse with Trixie because of toss, because you yeah. can just toss people ten inches up the board, and then you're like, well, now I have to deal with Ma now rather than like turn later. Yeah, you see. And Maris with uh, what's his face uh, Sparks, disgusting. She has flinch, and if you give her the robot thingy, she now has what is it three? No, she has two shielded, right? She has two, and then whatever she naturally gets throughout the turn. And then Ma can give her two more. Yeah, if it, if you start off the turn with it. Yes, and if there's any hazardous terrain anywhere nearby, you can just literally have Trixie, uh, Maris, just like pop, 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 and, and just like I'm gonna charge you because I charge into hazardous terrain. I lose one shielded. You take damage. I attack you. I do it again. I attack you. Say that I ran out of shielded. You attack me. I get shielded for you attacking me. Take one damage. Yeah, and it's not. You cannot. There's nothing you can do about the interaction until you kill her and she's <laughs> so not very easy Spark- to kill. <laughs> I was going to say sparks is kind of interesting. And I think he might like, I, I don't know how, like what crews people were bringing him in before, but right. I can say in Trixie, if you bring a lot of the, um, a lot of the construct models, like yes. I like put, I, there was a game I played where I brought the uh, whiskey golem. And yeah. I put I put shielding on the whiskey golem, and I had that trigger where if they take damage, and then I also put two on it for Ma's ability. So he had four shielding on it, and he's already armor two. Well, that means you need to do four damage to do anything to the robot, and you're going to take a damage. Yes. 
And I was just like, this, you know, people are complaining about Sparks, but that's a, it's expensive, but it's still, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Sparks is only eight points, right? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, if you're bringing the Whiskey Golem out of keyword, I think it's 11. Oh, because the Whiskey Golem itself is like 10 points. Yeah, it's 10. Well, instead of the Whiskey Golem, try out the Maris thing that we just talked about. Oh, yeah, no, I, no. I, it was I, the nastiest I've done, thing I've seen. I've done Maris. Uh, Okay. Maris, Maris might as well be versatile because I think she's only like six points anyway, so she's seven she out of keywords. She's good. And she's worth it. Like it, It's like she can go do stuff or she can just go scheme, man. She can just, you know, bonus a couple of scheme markers. Yeah, try to kill her. Good luck. Yeah. Also, I mean, yeah. <laughs> a great thing that she brings to the crew is uh, Spartan X Faust. I'm just looking at the card again because I remember it being a couple of things. So I'm just yeah, like, concealment. It's good. Yeah. I was like, I can't attack so you. You could almost just like, as Maw's progressing up the board, you just have Maris there, and it's like, oh, my whole crew has concealment. Yay. Yeah. It really made me miss the fact that I was not playing Pandora at that time. <laughs> I think I was playing um, Lucius. Yeah. And it was just painful. It was just painful, painful. Because it's like, all right, Maris is just going to get close. Yeah. And just start dancing around this stupid hazardous terrain and kill everybody that's supporting the the matures. And then Ma's gonna kill a mature. <laughs> All right. So a little bonus content here, just because I'm kind of curious what you think about this, yeah. uh, Dixon. I think um, so. We're kind of done talking about the straightforwardness, and we we're talking yeah. about Bayou, which Bayou has some really interesting combos and interesting keywords and interesting pieces. And I was talking to Chris about this where. We were like talking about how almost Bayou gets kind of almost, I don't know if it gets a bad rep just because it's looked at as like the fun faction and it does kind of the janky stuff. So it's not competitive. Like, I don't know if that's kind of something that you find commonplace in the game with Bayou. So I've had a few conversations with, you know, with Angel, with like Brian, um, not Brian Bauer, but like, um fuck i forgot his last name i'm so sorry brian anyway but like we noticed that bayou is great but most of the players that play bayou are just there in in the faction for fun yeah like for the for the lulls for the silly crap <laughs> which is which can be a thing right and it's really hard to find a good bayou player because the mentality of the bayou players is that they're not even in it for winning. They're in it to do their thing, have fun doing their own thing. And if they win, it's a bonus, right? Yeah. yeah so when it, you find good bio players like you, like Radic, like I Am Innocent, you know, stuff like yeah. that, it's just like, holy crap. <laughs> like, well, and that's the thing. Like you start messing around with it and you just look at some of the combos and stuff and you're just like, Man, this this is this is kind of gross. Like, there's only like a couple of really bad situations with Bayou, and most of that's willpower based. I think willpower is probably like you know one of the really bad things that the the faction always has to deal with. Um, there's just sometimes where there's a willpower attack, and I just realize that even if I cheat in a twelve or a thirteen, it's probably still going off because they probably got a decent card. Yeah. Um, also, but, in my opinion, they're very mentally taxing because you have to do a lot of little things yeah you gotta go to kind of like a to b to get to z (laughs) correct yeah and i definitely agree with that and i i think that the bigger thing is that you look at the models and how goofy they are and like i said people just kind of look at that and they're like oh yeah this is the kind of cute faction but i mean i'm telling you like you look at crews like like maw and zip and kin and 
you know, even a lot of the other keywords I don't even play. I mean, there's some powerful things that will really set you back when you're like, holy crap, this is not the fun time I thought I was going to have beating Bayou. When you play against Kin in a killing strategy, like a strategy, you know, like, all right, I'm going to play Corrupted Ley Lines and Assassinate and Vendetta and like a whole bunch of like, I can kill you and get points crew. Yeah. It, it's jarring. You're like, wait, I thought these guys were like, like dumb fun well well thing. and you're almost like kin it's it's kind of like these guys are tiny how are they doing like six points of damage to me right now like the first time francois hit me for six i was just like wait what it's like he <laughs> he basically is three four five because he starts with a ram yep and then you can either cheat or or stone the next one because he's a henchman yep and then when you get hit for a focus six damage he's like wait wait wait, wait. i thought these guys were like for funsy crew, not like I will kill you, crew. Yeah. Like the first time Rami hit me from like 14 inches away and killed me, kill a model with, with like very little effort. I was like, okay, this has got to be a problem. Well, and Chris is getting tired <laughs> of it. We talked about this on the last podcast where we were talking about the bushwhackers killing minions and fucking kill my Bandersnatch. I told the story, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we're just like, <laughs> The they're wearing like <laughs> the Bayou Bushwhacker has a flamingo on top of his hat. It's like this model's supposed to be goofy. How is it doing, you know, six points of damage and one shotting my minion right now? Yeah. Welcome to fucking surprise butt six kind of thing. Like it's really, really bad whenever like this model looks so goofy and crazy, and all of a sudden, oh wait, where am I that like the first time I saw Maris, I'm like, oh, so just some random fat goblin on on, <laughs> on a rocket with like metal wings and all of a sudden she like, starts like trashing everything i'm like wait how many points is this model she's six what the <laughs> fuck is happening <laughs> i i do agree that a lot of their a lot of the gremlins are they're not here's the thing though they're not under costed because they can be pretty fragile uh yeah so it, it's not like it there's a risk reward there, right? <laughs> yes. And, and like the first time I saw Maris, I was like, wait a minute, let me see this uh, shockwave. And all of a sudden Maris is like, oh, I I take like three damage. Yeah. And there's no like resist. So she's not flinching. So it's just like straightforward. It's like, oh, oh, you're not very good at AOE attacks. Oh, yeah. that's sad. Now I'm going to blow you up. <laughs> like, now you're dead. So every single thing that I've seen so far, for the most part, like there's models like, like even the the whiskey golem, which I love, that model is amazing in rules and stuff. He's ten points for eight uh, health. Yeah, he's super squishy because like most eight, uh, two armor models only lose one health. The whiskey golem loses two. And you look at his stats and you're like, okay, that makes sense because he's like defense six for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I guess. And then yeah. you make him ten points sometimes because you want to give him disguise, and all of a sudden the whiskey golem is like a huge problem. You're like, this model's only eight health. He's like 13 points outside of keyword. Why is he so dangerous? It's like, oh, that, that kind of makes sense. 13 points. If you don't kill health. him, he's going to wreck your life. Yep. And he's super easy to heal the faction. And oh, so many things about this faction. It just makes me go, why do I not like the aesthetic again? Because <laughs> like, I really I like I what they do. Because I love the aesthetic. The aesthetic was what really drew me in. Pigs, I man. Nah, well, the pigs I like a lot. I actually wanted to get into the faction at first because of Ulix, but then I saw somebody. I, I saw a Fox. So I may have played, um, whatchamacallit, uh, Jesus Christ, Brewmaster with Flinch and like the, uh, the uh, whatchamacallit, the Emissary. 
and I was playing the VIX, and yeah, I won the game, but I was like, man, I really want to play this. Like, you tax somebody for poisoning them, you get them slow, you don't allow quick actions around people. Yeah, that, that was people. the fun part like, with the whiskey God. golem. It's like, oh, you're poisoned now, now you have to discard, or otherwise you're at an egg. Because you're drunk. Well, another thing, <laughs> I'm just like, wait, how is he defense 6, armor 2, you have to, like flip uh discard card or get a, a negative and on top of that you can't charge it if he has to upgrade like this thing is mental like <laughs> what how good is this <laughs> yeah and that's that's kind of one of the things that I, I hope at least with the podcast that as obviously i'm going to talk a lot about you because i mean it's a it's an awesome faction and it's not underpowered i mean i think anybody that plays against like trixie i mean somer used to be really good i mean he's got obviously problems now um I, I actually want to see people play somewhere post nerf just to see if it's worth playing still. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kin's good. Zip's always good. <laughs> I haven't seen many summer games. I, I, I will have to ask around to see if anybody has seen any games. Uh, maybe he's still in the, uh, oh, they touch my model face. Yeah. You know, and nobody has decided to pick up the crew again. Yeah, that happened. That happened with the monks. Remember, the monks almost didn't get touched oh, yeah. for like a year. Like yep. nobody wanted they're to play them for almost a year. Yeah, they're still great. It's just no longer dumb. Like window slam, bam! They're super easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I tell you. But yeah, any last minute thoughts about any of the factions or anything uh, else there, Dixon? Before we wrap this thing up. Uh no, I I mean yes, our conversation was on the specific masters that we recommend. The people get into but like also in the middle of the conversation we said any master that you love can become that last master i highly recommend that you make one of your masters the pocket pick the yeah. i am so tired i don't want to think too hard i'm gonna go for like sorida you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's this really is my funny because I don't really have to think about him. Yeah, like I said, I, I've kind of really gotten that way with Trixie, where I'm just like, I can, I can bring Maw pretty much and just play her out now, and I'm gonna remember most of the stuff, and she's really solid. It, it's, it's not the easiest to play, but I've played it now so many times that it's starting to get that way. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That's all it takes. It takes a lot of practice, but if you like the crew, any crew can do that. Yeah. Like I did that with Hamlin, even though that Hamlin was known to be like really thought intensive. But it's like, eh, I, I really like him. I really like the whole mechanic of blighting and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's if I can do it with Hamlin and some of my buddies can do it with like say Parker Barrows. Then I can do fucking, it with Wong. And you can do it with Wong. Fuck it. Anybody can do it with any master. Honestly, I would play Wong more if his crew just wasn't so easy to kill <laughs> his even his yeah. beaters it's like oh, you're just gonna die this activation that's our next episode that's our next episode we can talk about you know that you you pick certain things we can talk in general terms what would you like to see in wong other than clearly i don't want my models to die to a stiff breeze yeah i think there's uh that's definitely the what we're going to do with our next episode, we're going to look at a couple of these models that we really want to love and be like, what do we do to fix this shit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing with Wong, I would make it so that some of, some more models in the keyword 
can do the Alphonse thing and use glowy tokens to reduce damage. Dude, I literally was just going to say that. If you could make it where the keyword had Alphonse's ability to reduce damage with glowy tokens, it would make it more useful for the glowy tokens, and it would make it where your models don't die to a stiff breeze. Or even a soft breeze. A lot of Wong's models will die to a soft breeze. (laughs) Yeah, it's like... Gentle breeze. <laughs> oh God! Because <laughs> I love the lightning bugs, man, but they just die so easy. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I wish that they did. Uh, the demise ability was just straight damage. Like, all right. Yeah. In in the same spirit as everything by you, they do three damage when they blow up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like make it make it really dangerous. Like two to three damage, and people will be like, "Wait, this five point model does what when he dies?" Fucks your day up. That's what he does. He fucks your day up. Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, I think uh, just make sure that you guys are supporting the podcast. You can do that directly or indirectly. Uh, Anything that you can do to support us is great. We love putting out Malifaux content. Um, Yeah, we got a good thing going. We got a lot of good content coming out. A lot of good talk. Uh, Definitely definitely chat us up. We had a couple people give us some good responses on the last episode on different platforms i've had people sending private messages through twitter uh dming me so just yeah if you feel like talking just uh just send us a message i know dixon's always available on discord he's all over the place uh i I will say that we also the giveaway stuff that we had that all got delivered um as far as i know if if it didn't for some reason the people that i sent it to let me know but we sent out like a faction deck for explorers. We sent out, you know, a couple of the new crews like the EVS crew. Uh, so definitely love giving stuff away to to the uh, to the people. And that's all because Weird hooks us up and we decide to give that back to people. We don't <laughs> we don't hoard it and build it and play it. We uh, we give it back to the peoples. Yes, sir. All right. Well, with that being said, make sure that you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables, and we'll see y'all next time. Bye. See you.